0: You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution podcast with your host Michelle Cook Hall. Please begin to take that good deep breath as we begin to refresh, recharge, and reset. Let's go. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith vs. Fear Breaking Family Size, now available on Barnes and Noble. And Amazon.com. You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. As always, it is my honor and my pleasure to be able to share some tips and some tools with you that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. Listen, I am so excited to have you guys today. We are at the end of 2021. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I am literally thinking about what was going on with us last year and the conversation as we anticipated 2021. And now to be towards the end of 2021 is mind blowing. One thing I can say is that we have experienced a lot. There was a lot that has happened in our country, in our world, and in our personal lives. But what is so amazing to me is that you and I are still here and we are still persevering and we are still pursuing and we're still reaching, trying and attempting to reach our goals and fulfill our dreams and live out our purpose. And that's a lot. So we're doing pretty good. So listen, what's really awesome is that you decided to take this time and share this some of your end of the year with me. And I want to thank you guys, those who have been listening faithfully, and um, those who have commented. Thank you so very much. It means the world to me that this has impacted you in a positive way. This is why I do what I do, and I love doing it. I absolutely love doing it, and I appreciate you so very much. We are at the end of the year, so what we do is we kind of do a cleanup. We do some checks. We do some balances to make sure that we are still on the same page and on the same path. um, And that's moving forward. We believe in progression here on this podcast. That's what we teach. That's what we do. We keep moving forward. We keep making uh, steps towards the right direction. We, We attempt to make sure that we're not reaching back, that we're not looking back, that we're not focusing on what's behind us, but we are doing what we are uh, looking forward and, and, and pursuing steady ahead, okay? Steady ahead is what we're doing. So um, I just want to, you know, do some, you know, regular little announcements here. Remember that everything that we kind of teach here on this podcast, you can find it on uh, Amazon.com on Barnes and & Noble and the books of Faith versus Fear, Breaking Family Ties. Those are my books that are available on those sites, so please remember to support and Get more information that you're hearing here on this podcast. I can't share everything, but most of the things that I'm sharing is coming from those books in some way or the other. So make sure that you're doing that and you're, you know, reaching out and putting that in your library also. Before the end of the year, I will have another guest because we're going to come together and we're going to recap 2021 together. So I think you're going to find that pretty fun and pretty interesting Um, to hear somebody else's perspective about 2021 and, you know, um, what we can be looking forward to, to 2022, you know, just thinking and bouncing ideas off each other. So that's, you know, it's going to be really interesting to have that before the end of the year is out. But I just want to thank you guys. I always uh, like to say that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will be doing a a last podcast coming up very soon for the year, as I as I will reiterate how much I appreciate you and how much I am praying for you um, and your family. And um, and let me acknowledge those because uh, for those who are uh, listening listening to this podcast in the timely matter, it is the week of Thanksgiving. And so for those who are listening to it later on, understand that. You will find information that will be pertinent to your life, even if, even if it's not Thanksgiving. But for those who are listening to it in a timely manner as we face Thanksgiving, I am very much aware of those who are facing Thanksgiving from a different mindset, from a different angle. Those who don't have, you know, the the traditional family members here or the family or uh, friends, you know, here anymore. And so it makes holidays a little uncomfortable. We did a very, very popular uh, podcast last year in 2020 about the holiday blues. And I will do something like that again by the end of this year because that's something I'd like to address because... It's a fact. People really do deal with a lot. They deal with a lot when it comes to the holidays. So we're going to address that. We're going to deal with that by the end of this year. I'm trying to get some things together and make sure that I'm hitting, you know, the areas that, you know, is impactful, that can help you. Now, I'm not just going to, you know, expose all the things that you're going through, but I'm going to try to give you something to help you to, you know, bring you. Um, through this holiday, um, you know, because it's it's it, it can be bittersweet to see those who are smiling, laughing, and enjoying themselves and and surrounded. You see the commercials with people are surrounded at their table with you know family and friends, and people come to each other's houses and they're smiling and laughing, and the music and the food, and it just seems so angelic and beautiful when reality your reality is completely the opposite of that. And it's not because you want to be that way. You know, some people actually, you know, they don't they don't want to participate in those things and they like being alone and they don't, you know, necessarily want all that. But for those who do, and you find yourself in a different place today. You know, you find yourself having to kind of be bombarded with happy Thanksgiving and pictures of families on social media eating, you know, the table and and the uh, different food, because I know every year you see everybody show everything they're making and pictures with one another, smiling and happy and, and all that. And sometimes, you know, for those who don't have, you know, that support system or that type of circle, it can be very sad when your parents are gone you you know your siblings are gone, your grandparents are gone. You know your children are not coming to the to your home anymore. They're got their own lives. I mean, there's so many different variables that I can throw into to this that I'll be all day, right? But whatever scenario you find yourself in, you know that might make you feel a little somber this year. Let me encourage you. Let me encourage you and say that you're not alone. You're never alone. Um, that you are loved, you are uh, precious, you are uh, a beautiful soul, and that, you, you know, although you might not have people physically around you, um, please don't feel isolated. You know, if you have to reach out to someone during this time, please do. Please reach out. And, you know, say, I'm just checking on you. You know, even though you want somebody might to check on you, but just say, I'm just checking on you, just checking in, just you know want to see how you all are doing and um, if it's someone that you can trust to share your feelings with that you're going through during this time please do so but know that you're not alone I don't want you to feel isolated I want you to understand that you know there's someone else that is diff- dealing with something just as difficult during this season and so you're not alone and I want you to you know make the best of the moment I remember sharing With someone who was very, very, very dear to me. Um, They, you know, was having a very hard time and had, you know, difficult challenges in their life. And they was having a moment. And I remember telling them uh, that it would make a world of difference for them if they would just change this environment. You know, like do something good for themselves, pamper themselves, you know, just do something that you normally wouldn't do that would be productive. Now, let's let's stay there. Something that would be helpful and productive is like the best thing to do when you're feeling somber down. You know, um, for me, it could be something so simple as, you know, do my nails, You know, do my toes, you know, give myself a facial. If you can go out and get yourself these things, then go do it. Um, These are lady type of things, right? We, You know, we like to take care of ourselves, pamper ourselves. These are things that, you know, you can do. So I was just sharing with them because they were in such a, a, a somber mood to do something. Do something for yourself to get them out of this you know, somber mood that they were in, do something, put on a good movie, you know, uh, do whatever makes you comfortable, if, if you're somber, you like comedy, and you don't feel like, you know, I'm not in the mood for comedy, because I'm, I'm in a really somber mood, put the comedy on, put the comedy on, you'll be amazed how you think that you, you know, you don't want to see it, you know, I'm in a mood for laughing, but laughter does something for us. It really do. Even when you're in a really bad mood or a sad mood, laughter just, it changes. It, it's healthy physically for us. We discussed this before, what smiling does, what laughter does for our physical body and our, our brains, right? It it, it our brains respond to our laughter, responds to our smiling. So when we're doing these things, you know, it, it does something physically for us as well. Emotionally, it changes things. So, you know, sometimes when you feel in some type of way, and I've done it, I put on a, I love stage plays. I love stage plays. So I put on a stage play and I laugh and, you know, I could watch it several times. It doesn't bother me. But if, if I am feeling some type of way, certain things just kind of, you know, takes that pressure off. It lifts me up. And you know, you, you know, you, you know. And if you don't know you, you better get to know you. To know what 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 triggers you, what what brings you down, and then know what brings you up. Because we could we quick to say that bothers me. You know, I don't like people do. I don't like people say this. We could tell people what bothers us, but you better learn what lifts you. You know, we talk about here a lot of times with me. I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of prayer time and you know i put my worship music on i mean you have to know what works for you and you find that because what you don't want to do is begin to uh marinate marinate in that somber mood don't do that we're not doing that this year we're not doing that we have we have made so much progress we have grown so much we are not gonna give that weight any part of our life, we're not gonna let it take us there, we're not gonna let it pull us there, you're not gonna let it drag us there. We are pushing, we have pushed all 2021, we pushed 2020, 2020, and we definitely pushed 2021. So, we're not letting anything pull us down, drag us down. So, we're gonna know what, what lifts us, right? So, whatever lifts you, whatever brings you out of that, do it. Music jazz worship r&b whatever uh, country music my 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 family love a variety of music in this house we love a variety of music so whatever lifts you if it's motivational speakers if it's preachers if it's teachers whatever life coaches put them on put them on just find a youtube video i mean whatever you need to do to lift yourself. Do it. Don't sit there. It, it does not benefit you at all to sit in a summer and just marinate. It will begin to pull and pull. It don't let up. It gets worse, worse, worse. And we teach here on this podcast that whatever you put to practice, you will perfect, right? So we're not going to perfect Being in a somber mood going down. We have worked very hard, very hard and been very diligent about lifting ourselves and pulling ourselves out of places, conditions and situations that attempt to steal our joy. We protect our peace by all means necessary, right? That's what we do. So we're not letting anything pull us down. And it comes. It, it, it'll it sneak up on you. We talked about this last year, and I will do it again by the end of this year. I don't want to give away everything. But we talk about how you can be just feeling just fine. You're in a good place. Your mind is clear. And then, do, 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 here it comes. This little thought. This little reminder. This little, you know, you know feeling. It comes out of nowhere that puts you in a place that you have fought so hard to be in. And what happens is if you don't catch it, it'll take you right back. Like it ne- like you never made any progress before. It makes you feel as if you have been there the entire time because now you've given it room and it grows real fast. Right? So now you say, I thought I overcame that. I thought I was stronger than that. I thought I beat that but now I'm, I'm grabbing this drink again I'm grabbing this drug again you know I'm 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 feeling depressed again I'm feeling pulled down again I'm feeling anxious again where is this coming from you'll start feeling where is this coming from and you begin to feel defeated you begin to feel like you know I, I what, what was the purpose I I haven't grown an inch I haven't moved not one 1 inch but you have but once it gets the opportunity to come in, that dread, that that dread, that somber, that affliction, once it gets room to come in, it will grow so fast. So we want to make sure. We want to make sure that we are not giving room to that. We want to make sure that we're not breeding. You know, un, you know, being unhappy, breeding depression, breeding anxiety. I, I mean, these things come, they come, but we're not going to breed it. We're not going to give it room to grow. We're not going to let it just keep on happening and get comfortable and, and complacent. We, no, no, no. We, we're kicking it out, right? we're kicking it out, we're resisting, even the word tells us that, you know, you resist the enemy and he flees, you have to resist, it takes work to do this, and I think, I emphasize this a lot, putting it back in your hands, you know, putting it back in my hands, the responsibility, because it is the truth, we look for a hero, we look for someone to come and save the day, we look for someone to pick up the phone, and say, you know, he was on my mind, and I want to encourage you, you know, we look for that, right? But then when it don't happen, we go down, right? So this is why on this podcast, I emphasize, I'm going to need you to remember that this is your responsibility. This is my responsibility to encourage ourselves. Sometimes you have to. Then what do I reference this to? I reference this to David. David in the Bible he encouraged himself in the Lord because sometimes you just have to you have to learn to encourage yourself you have to learn to be your own cheerleader you have to do that I have watched um you know individuals on social media just you know completely go from one extreme to the next with their conversation and, and this it's one individual for sure is like forever, and I don't know them personally, but they're forever saying very negative things about God and and how they feel uh, targeted and they feel, you know, God don't love them. And why would he let this happen? And what, why would he let that happen? And on the next couple of days, they're saying something that's the total opposite of that. And, and it's very um, conflicting very conflicting conversation but what I have learned from just watching the timeline of this individual is that it's almost as if you know they're looking for someone to come and just you know pick them up out of whatever situation they're in and put them in another you know know, environment and it don't work like that it don't work like that even even with God it don't work like that God has given us what we need to you know, get through. He has, he has, and that's that goes for me too. Every, everything that I go through, personally, you know, he has equipped me to handle these things. Do I always pass the test? No. Do I make many, many mistakes? Yes, I do. But it does not take away from the fact that he has given me in his word, um, in my time of prayer. In my time of meditation, He has given me what I needed. And so that's why I'm so competent to tell you that a lot of times we are looking for some outsource to come and do something, you know, revelation to us. Some type of revelation in our lives um, that God has already given you. Sometimes you're looking for a word, that God has already given you a word you looking for an answer and God has already given you an answer you know you're sitting there and you're saying I don't know what to do I don't know what 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 should I do next you know and you're just like waiting for someone to come out in your life walk up to you now can they walk up to you in a store in a mall at a gas station in church can someone do that and just give you this word and this encouragement absolutely but should you be waiting on pins and needles for it no you should not should you be just i'm not gonna move until god send someone to just confirm this word no you should not no you should not that's why we all should have a relationship ourselves so that we can know you know when we should move and when we should be still and you know hear you know the direction because we cannot always wait on someone to come and tell you you know hey you were on my mind or hey you know this is what the Lord is saying for you or hey you know I dreamt about you whatever we waiting for we just can't do it we can't do it Time is moving on. People have a lot of things that they're going through themselves. And even though they are, you know, they could be very wise people and very gifted people and people who, you know, God can definitely talk to. The truth of the matter is they're human and they have their own lives and things that they're doing for, you know, doing for themselves and their own families. And they can't always be accessible to you and to I. Right. And so it's it's important that we you know, make sure that we are not waiting on people. Now I'm gonna wait on God. I don't know about you, but I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to wait on God and, 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 and I'm going to lean and depend on him. And, and that works for me. That works for me. And I pray that that works for you too. We all can, should have someone in our lives that we can trust and that we can go to and talk and get, you know, guidance from. And I'm not, taking that away we all need that because we are our community don't miss the don't miss the point that i'm making we are our community and we all need someone that we have to you know uh, who keeps us you know kind of like in check you know say hey yeah that's wrong you do we need that i got you but i also know that this is a walk a journey that is uniquely designed for you uniquely designed for me. My journey, my, my role does not look like yours and yours do not look like mine. And although I can look at your situation and try to give you some form of guidance, some form of help, certain things I just don't know and certain things you just won't know from me. And so that's why we need the spirit of God to come in and He's an intercessor for us and he is a great counsel for us and he helps us so much in so many areas of our lives. And so that's why we can depend on him We could depend on him because he can search all through our hearts. There are things that we just don't even know, you know, how to say it, describe it. You could go to somebody and try to describe your pain and you couldn't even get it out because it's so deep. But the spirit of God knows what you go through, knows what I go through and can very much relate and help us in those areas. And so we need to make sure that we are not looking all over the world for people to come in and and rescue, you know, us, you know, just somebody to because you're going to you're going to miss time. You're going to miss you're going to miss time. You're going to miss growth. You're going to miss opportunities. You're going to miss so much because you're waiting. And in your waiting, a lot of times you become very disappointed. Very, very, very disappointed because you're waiting on someone to be something for you that they're not qualified to be. Let me say that. Can I say that? They're not qualified to be. They're not, because they're not God. They're not qualified. They're a man, they're a woman, and they're flawed. We are all flawed. So you cannot put that much into a man or a woman. We have to trust God. And so listen, as the the point that I am making as you begin to go towards your holiday season, I don't want you to just, you know, be bottled up with pain and shame and anguish waiting for. For someone to give you some type of outlet. Waiting for someone to come in and rescue you. Because we have heard those stories. When people say you know right when I was getting ready to give up. You know sister you know so and so called me. Brother he called me. You know I was walking in the store. Somebody said the Lord sent me to you. And I've had those moments. I've had people come to me. I've had people give me a word. I've had people who didn't know me gave me a word. And I and I get it. It, it can happen. But from a from from a person who knows too that some of those were flawed, some of those were wrong, um I learned to trust God. You know, I learned to trust God and to not put all of it into a, a person waiting on them because there were times that I was, you know, wishing someone would know how much pain I was in, and wishing and praying that people knew. You know, how deep the grief was. And they were nowhere around. People don't, they don't get it. People think that, let me, and I'm going to end this. Because, you know, when we talk about the end of the year, people, we talk about relatives and family that's no longer there. Um, I always bring up grief because people mostly deal with a lot of grief during this time of the year. And so the thing is, um, one of the things that I learned with the grief process is that people will come to you they say some of the some of the, the, the most awful things they can say bad timing just bad clichés no one want to hear clichés when someone has has made their transition no one wants let me let me make a public announcement no one wants to hear your clichés no one no one wants to hear the clichés if they really love and will dearly miss that person they don't want to hear your clichés it does not work it does not fix anything it becomes annoying after a while, I know you might be coming from a good place and bless you, but no one wants to hear it because the, the they're dealing with a lot. They're processing a lot. And so the cliches just don't work. It just don't work. There are people who stood out in my life that said things that were just like, oh my God, that's just what really what I need to hear. Because it came from a, uh, the heart. It comes from the heart. So what comes from the heart, we'll talk, it reaches the heart, right? So it's different. But... Um, one of the things that you know people do and say during the grief moment, and for those who are dealing with grief, especially during this holiday season, I'm, I, I hear you. Is that they try to relate, and they'll say, you know, things. Well, yeah, you know, I lost, you know, my my brother. I lost, you know, my sister. I lost my grandmother. I know what that feels like. I lost my, you know, mother. I lost. You know, they they try to relate to you, right? And it's, this is this is this is a fact. This is the truth. Hear me clearly. Everybody does not have the same relationship with their their family and friends. They just don't. So comparing it doesn't. It's not helpful. So when you're telling someone, "Oh, I know what that feels like," you know, I lost my 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 grandmother. My, you know, my grandfather. You know, what was your relationship with them? You know, did you see them every day? Did you talk to them every day? Was they really a part of your life? Or did you just see them on holidays? Did you just see them on special occasions? Because, see, that makes a difference. Come on, somebody. That makes a difference. It makes a difference if you're seeing someone every day, right, and and talking to them all all the time and they're incorporated into your entire life versus somebody that you're just seeing on you know, holidays, christianing, christians, weddings, you know, uh, special occasions, then it's different. It's different. So you really cannot compare that to someone who, you know, sees someone every day, you know, every day, every day. And I remember, um, I'm about to cut this really short, you got it. But I remember when my, you know, my father passed away and I was a very young girl, you know, I was a young girl um, and someone, you know, kind of made a comment to me. um, I know what it feels like, you know, I lost my father and I said, I don't know what your relationship was with your father, you know, and it just came out of my mouth, but it was how I felt, you know, because once again, and, and I'm not saying they meant it in a mean way and I really wasn't meaning it in a mean way. I was young though. I was young and I was hurt and that that's what I mean when I say you have to be careful how you address people when they're grieving Be careful of your words, be careful how you come and talk to them because you just don't know how they're processing things. And so I'm, I'm not a, you know, mean person, wasn't a mean person then either at all, but I was just hurt. I was so hurt and I was trying to learn how am I going to face my life without my father, my hero. He was my hero. And you know, he was the first man I loved. So how do I learn, you know, how to live without him? And so that was my quick response. You know, how do you, you know, how, how do I know what your relationship was with your father? Meaning, which to me, what I was trying to say was, I don't know how his death impacted you because I don't know the relationship that y'all had. So you don't know the relationship that I have with my father. So you don't know how this is really impacting me. And it was severe. It was a severe impact. So. But those who are facing that during this time, I'm with you, and I get it, and I hear you, and I understand, but understand that you are not alone. I, too, have felt this, and there are so many more who have felt this also, and they feel it deep, embedded in their souls. And I, you know, I am I used to hear so many cliches, time heals all wounds, and I don't even say that anymore. I've actually made a... a um, uh quote about that because I don't believe that. I don't believe time heals all wounds. I don't because it was a long time and I'm still I was still hurting. I was still hurting. It was years, years, years I had, had kids and a family and full of memories and I still was in pain. So it wasn't that time heals wounds for me. It was that God heals the wounds for me. You know you you don't forget them. Um you learn to uh think about things in a different way. And that's why I teach about perspectives all the time. Because then I start to remember, and I've shared this before, about how honored I was to be loved by him. How honored I was to be loved by my siblings that I lost, you know, and all the family memories. How how, how honored I am to know that they cared about me and that they, they took the time to pour so much into me and to share so much with me. And those memories alone helped me get through so much because I know that, There are people who can spend their whole lifetime and and will never be as loved as I was by those people. And so that meant the world to me, and that's what helped me to uh, get through much of what I've gotten through. So I just wanted to uh, share a little bit with you guys, and I wanted to make sure that you were going to be great doing this holiday season. We will continue to talk about the holiday season because I'm not going to let you be left behind. I'm not going to let you be stuck in your you know your doom and gloom so i'm so grateful to be able to share some time with you today i hope that you got something out of this podcast i pray that um god meet you where you are and fulfill your needs during this holiday season i am praying for you i'm rooting for you i am vouching for you i am here with you uh god bless you guys you thank you so much for listening to renew Mind revolution podcast with your host michelle Kakal. It has been my honor and pleasure, as always, to share some tips and some tools with you that I know would assist you in becoming a better year. Remember, I love you, love you, love you, but most importantly, God loves you more. God bless you.